What's up, everybody? So we have a little bit of a different show intro for you today. Um, we had a little bit of uh, some glitches in the system, if you will. And uh, Wilson was only able to be on part of the uh, show today. So that's why it may sound weird that he's in part of the show and talking and other parts he's not. But uh, hopefully everything else is spliced good. So I've also decided to do minimal editing on the interview portion um, with our guest today because I feel that his message would have more impact if I did less editing. So let's get on with the show. Enjoy. From the mountains to the east to the caves to the west, you're listening to The Real WTH Show. Fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. The quality, consistency, and the price. What is up, everybody? Dodgers suck. <laughs> You'll find out why in a second. Welcome to episode number 82 of the Real WTH Show. Uh, I am Tommy. I'm joined here with my uh, rudely interrupting friend, Wilson. Wilson, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, l- a little late today, but the folks listening will have no idea. No idea. They think you're completely on time. You're... Actually, right on time to when Morticia said you would be here. So, congrats. Oh, good. Good. She said 6.30, and it's 6.30. 3.30 your time. Oh, I was going to say, I got like three hours to get ready. Yeah, doesn't work that way. I'm in the future, by the way. Oh. And it looks grim. But we have a guest today, a very special, special guest. Um, Someone who I've known, man, I'll just say as long back as I can remember since age, at least 12 or 13, my homie from Oregoni, Jose Garcia. How's it going, bud? What's up, man? Thank so you I, I was going to do this cool and intro. I've known him for like the last 12 or 13 minutes. So. Yeah. No, well, you, not true because you just got on here. Well, that, that was a while ago. Not really. Yeah, it was. So, yeah, Jose has a cool story to tell, and uh, you know we're gonna get into some cool, fun little facts of little Tommy, um, right. y- y- younger Tommy. Let's not talk about little Tommy. This is a family show, Wilson. Man, them jokers was big. Um, and then uh, yeah, so it's gonna be good. But Wilson, um, how was your? Um, how was your? Huh? Oh, we're not going yet. No, not dude. So you're late, and now you're rushing me, dude. It is uh. Yeah. I'm ready. You're in my world now, Grandma. So, Wilson, you have a little bit of news before we get into our world famous segment. A little something that has to do with. Yeah. 
I, th- I thought you meant I had an actual news story and I was, this is news. You I have nothing. You've been <laughs> blowing up my phone for months about this. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, last week I woke up at three 50 in the morning, three days in a row because I was waiting for target to restock PS fives. And finally on Friday morning, they restocked them and I got one. The end. Scumbag of the week. No, no, that's what I feel about you. No, have you gotten it yet? Yeah, I got it that day. Oh, that day. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because you have to pick them up at the store. So if you want, you you can mail me. That's what she said. You can mail me your uh, PS4 games. You know my address. Uh, No, I need those because it's backwards compatible, unlike all the other ones. Uh, no, I mean, I don't, I, I have one PS5 game so far and it was the one on PlayStation plus, which it's all right, but. Oh, that hunter think, thing. No, this one's called plague something. Okay. Plague's plague tale or something like that. Okay. Um, but I don't think it like captures the essence of PS5 games. I heard I games... something else like, like I played call of duty, black ops, cold war for PS4 on the PS5. And that looks better than the free game I got. But I know Brandon we'll plays Fallen Order, the Jedi Fallen Order, and it looks. Unreal. I heard that one's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Completely different than my version. It's amazing how just one generation up, how much different it'll look. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, those those games are expensive, though. Are they 60 bucks? 70. Oof. When they come out. Yeah. No, thank there's you. some games that have gone down a little bit and some that come out and they're lower price but most of them are 70 i just got uh because i'm trying to not be fat um but i also want to have fun you know what i'm saying um so i got the uh i i found the uh we fit because i still have my Wii. so oh. i was i was in right behind me here i was here the other day doing my little uh ski jump you know oh you're skiing huh yeah <laughs> okay but, but but the funny thing is is i haven't told i've only told this story to my wife so far I have my parents' old Wii because a long time ago they bought a Wii for the grandkids. Hey, me and... too. Really? Yeah. When my parents moved, they gave us the Wii. Oh, yeah. And so I'm sitting there and so I don't really ever play it. And so I hooked the, the Wii Fit up and I'm playing this game. Dude, talk about a trip. Okay. This is this is kind of a, a touching good story. It's a feel-good story. Okay. But also made me sad. Remember, it was my parents' Wii. So there's this one thing where you're like running. So basically you're just running in place. And I'm running, and all of a sudden, I see one of the me characters run up next to me, look back. It was my dad's character. He was beating you. No, I smoked him, dude. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> I left him in the dust. Um, but I was just like, made me kind of sad. I was like, oh, it was my oh. dad's. Like, he's cheering me on. Yeah. And then uh, afterwards, it showed, like, my score and everything. And he was at the bottom. And, and his, his I, I'm leaving his me on there because it's kind of, you know, it makes me happy. But his name on there is T-Bone. And oh. it was so funny because like when I did the ski jump, uh, his number was 40. I'm like, oh man, I wonder if I'm gonna beat that. Dude, I got like 156. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, dad, you're not good at the Wii, man. But yeah, I, I love the old video uh. games. So we have something new today. Uh well, it, it's a brewery we've had before, new beer. Yeah. Yeah. So it is our world famous segment. Beers and cheers. cheers. 
you could have timed opening it like it was real. You opened it, it twice. Like, it was like more than one people are having a beer. It's okay. Oh, it's it's like a party. Yeah. So what are you drinking today, my dad? I got another one. Did you say where it was from? Ghost Town already? I don't I may have. I don't know. I don't know. It's from Ghost Town Brewing, which is in Oakland, which uh they've had some good beers before. I think I didn't rate one of theirs that high, but it was I think it was on a technicality more than anything. Um, but this one's called Pale Horse and it's IPA. And the um the artwork is cool. I like all their artwork, but this one it just oh, you know what? There is a bowl, right? Behind it, there's a pale horse. Oh, okay. Okay. At first I thought there was only a bowl on there. But uh I really like their artwork. It's kind of different. Okay. The last one you did was Hammer Smash Centennial. Oh, that one. I think that one was good. It was four, just different. Four out of five. I think I did one other one that they had too. That's all I have on here. Oh, um, th- this one's good. This is like traditional IPA, not too fruity. It's it's good. It's got it's got your favorite flavors, Tommy. What's that? Citrus, grass, dirt, and love. Oh yeah, it tastes. Yeah, I don't like that. So it's hoppy. It is. I like it. Um, what's it? I wonder if there's a story on here at all. I'm gonna pull it up on a good old untapped and see what I can find here. Six point eight percent, something in mosaic hops. I can't tell because there's a sticker over it. No story though. Adds to the mystery of the artwork. Yeah, I'm one well, oh pale horse was a uh, a biblical reference. Yeah, I think they got a few that are kind of like that. Come on, baby. Okay, it says hoppy, smooth, earthy, fruity, and dry. You pretty much nailed that. I don't taste too much fruit, but yeah, it's pretty good. Um, see if there's any other reviews. Um, dank is what everyone's saying. I know you said you like that. Yeah. Um, not, not super, though. Maybe maybe for a, a rookie IPA drinker, it could be. It seems like this brewery's uh, doing pretty good. People are saying that, you know, they'll try anything from this brewery yeah um cool yeah and i'm and you'll have a a good picture for me right so i could put it on yeah untapped. remind me because most of the time i i squish the cans and then toss it in the the trash and then i'm like oh wait i need a picture so i have to straighten the cans back out <laughs> yeah because this is the only one i have that would have been good on the hammer smash centennial It'll i think, think it i did smash. that I okay think i did that on that one yeah. So what you're saying is I need to remind you like four times to send me a picture because that's yeah, usually probably. the amount that it takes. So, but you've yeah. been good lately. So I'll let, I'll let it slide. So um, you give it this, this one's probably a, a 4.25, 4.25 out of five. That will be updated on untapped. Uh, yeah. 4.25. Good. Good. So last week I said I had a, a, a water, a new one and my wife drank it. Um, and I remember that there's this one sparkling water brand that I have yet to find one that I liked. And that was bubbly, except that you I got recently the pina colada one, huh? Nope. The coconut pineapple. Yeah. Pina colada. Nope. Coconut pineapple. Does your Th- beer say, what... does your, does your beer say pale dog? <laughs> this is pale horse, right? This is coconut uh-huh. pineapple. Um, this is excellent. It tastes like a pina colada. <laughs> I told you a lot of one. Um, yeah, it's, it's very, very good. Uh, very refreshing. 
Uh, I might actually drink uh, one of, another one tomorrow when I'm uh, outside grilling. Oh, you're off tomorrow. No, no, you're not off tomorrow. No, tomorrow afternoon. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's good. This one right here is 10 out of 10 for me. I love this one. So I think the only 10s that I have right now are this one and the Waterloo grape. And sweet corn soda. Yeah. Oh, dude. Okay, Jose. Back when uh, we were, I was living there, we were in a, uh, a studio. That's Basel back when I drank soda. Wilson and we had another co-host, Handy. They would buy random sodas. And this, was that all in one episode where I tried a bunch or was it just that one? Uh, I don't remember. But so they, they go, were a bunch. They go, you, you need to drink this one. Don't smell it, which is the worst thing to say to anybody. Yeah, blindfolded you, I think. Yeah, well, <laughs> that wasn't on the show, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, and uh, and so... How do you drink th- it with handcuffs on? <laughs> very, very careful. Lots of practice, Wilson. Lots of practice. The fuzzy cuffs. Um, and uh, and so I took a drink of it, and it was horrible. And I didn't know what I was drinking. And when you, when you look at it, it looked like... like I mean, have you ever drinking a rock star? Sure. And you've seen what your urine looks like afterwards? Oh, yeah. yeah does not That's look normal it looked like it looked like that i'm like what did I yeah, exactly and it was uh sweet corn soda so it was almost like it was like the water if you boiled corn That's nasty. i went outside i was like dry heaving like throwing up <laughs> at the time where the studio was it was where wilson's uh, mother-in-law uh she lived by and she was outside the studio so all of a sudden i bust out of the studio like throw it up and she's looking back like what the heck's going on and wilson is sitting there laughing he's like <laughs> it was horrible uh <clears throat> worst thing ever but uh 10 out of 10 for me on that one and we're gonna kick it off uh he's back from vacation again he doesn't have any more pto days so at least next year we're gonna go uh back to bobby boucher it's cold and that's what i call high quality mama said so first of all this is really funny because our cheers today. I don't know why it's popped up, popped up this name um, <laughs> on like the website that I'm on, but it's Black Information Network. I, oh, I swear it's been network. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's very strange. So this is kicking it off over here. More on my side of the country says Kentucky girl called a hero for keeping family safe during burglary. And it says um, a 10-year-old Kentucky girl is being praised as a hero for keeping her family safe during a home invasion on Monday. Uh, Lakin Blanford or Lacken? I want to say Lakin. Was at her family's uh, Nelson County home with her grandma and six-year-old brother when she saw a stranger walking around. He was walking around normally like nothing was going on, like he owned the house, like he had every right to be there. Lakin hid in a closet with her grandma and brother and called her dad, um, her dad. Um, who was at work. She asked her dad on the FaceTime if someone was supposed to stop by the house to do work. Her dad was unsure what was going on. So Lakin bravely left the closet to go downstairs to show her dad, the unknown man. She turned the camera so that I could see him. I didn't recognize him. Oddly, he was helping himself to a bush light in my refrigerator. (laughs) This episode brought to you by bush light. Um, He was going to tell his daughter to get out of the house when the phone cut out. Could you imagine, dude? Whoops. Like if you, I would have dad, already been on the way there. Oh yeah. 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 And yeah. I'm kicking that door down, dude. Like, yeah. Um, 
as a parent, it is, uh, undes- it is an undescribable feeling of helplessness, fear, and all that when you get disconnected and you know there's an intruder in your house. He immediately rushed home to make sure his family was okay. He grabbed his shotgun yes, and started looking through the house before he came face to face with the stranger. When the man lunged at him, Lance hit the stranger in the head with his gun and knocked him unconscious. Nice. I would have squeezed the trigger. You know I what I'm don't saying? know. Yeah, I mean. He lunged at him. He did lunge. Yeah. Did he lunge my house. with yeah. a beer? Did he lunge with a knife? Well, if he had a if he it, had the it's bush funny how, I just find it funny how they don't question like when this kind of stuff happens to civilians. But if a cop were to shoot that person, they'd be like, Well, he wasn't armed, you know? Right. Um Lance couldn't find his family in the house because uh Lakin found a way to escape to a neighbor's home and called 911. Lakin was still shaken by the incident, but the Nelson County Sheriff's deputies who arrived reassured her that she did the right thing. She also gave her a sheriff's challenge coin for her bravery. Hey, that's cool. Um, those things are know. rare to obtain. Um, I was very impressed with her age, her actions, and I thought it was very well deserving. She got one of these uh, deputies arrested man who was later identified as scumbag of the week. Um, and he was charged with burglary. Um, that's cool, though, man. Like and it's Kentucky. Yeah, dude. One, um, dude, do that in California. You know what I'm saying? Because Kentucky, a lot of people have guns. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't do it. Um, but yeah, it's cool though that she she did the right thing. I mean, it's so funny to me how little kids. Uh, how did it say how old she was? I can't remember. Ten year old. Ten. Yeah. How kids could, in their mind, do the right thing. But as adults on the media now, it's all about world star and filming something that's going on and not helping out. Yeah. And that just bothers me. Um, but it also Technic- it- technically she did film it. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Um, but you know, but I'm saying though, it's like the kids want to get involved in, and help. And I'm just trying to figure out at which point does it does that table turn of I'm no longer going to get involved and do the right thing. I'm going to do the cool thing and go viral with it. Like I, high school, maybe it, it I don't know. I don't it know. Just, There's a switch that flips, I think. Yeah. And then it depends on who, like how you were brought up too. So, yeah. Like we, we've done many beers and cheers to kids, you know, that, yeah. that have stepped up, done the right thing. Um, I think we had one a few weeks ago where we had that one kid who uh, like literally like saw someone getting beat up and he was a kid and it, or it was like a cop. Like, I think it was like a cop that was wrestling with somebody and the kid ran over there and like started helping the cop. I'm like, yeah, yeah. dude, nice. like that's, that's what I'm talking about. And that's parents, man. That, 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 so we, we, we cheers the parents on that too. Cause they learned that from someone. Yeah. So I, I love that. Um, so uh what's his name uh lakin blanford 10 year old from kentucky we're gonna give you the real wth cheers cheers so like we said beginning of the show we have a guest jose garcia one of my i think my longest friend that i still talk to from elementary even though we didn't go to the same elementary school elementary age yes um uh met at like a youth event at church uh playing uh ultimate frisbee which to me is still fun that's right um and uh 
but tell tell us a little bit about you and you know, I, I know that you you have a cool story, but you also started something cool up in Oregon that I, I'm I'm really interested in, and I know Wilson's interested in it as well. Well, um, what do you want to know? I mean, <laughs> how, how did for, for, let's start off with how let's let's talk about the thing you started. Okay, up, up there and, Yeah, say it one more time. Oh, I knew I saw you before. It was on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it was on Instagram. Yeah, Ferox Outdoors. Yeah, so F E R O X. OX. And uh, what is that? So ferox is Latin for wild animal. And so one of the things that we, and I say we, because uh, I include my, my wife and, and, and my kids, um, you know, four that is, kids, not wife. Um, it, it kind of was spawned out of, out of COVID. I uh, realized how kind of dependent we were on uh, food supply chain. Growing up in Alta, um, Tahoe area, just for um, reference points. Uh, I love the outdoors. Uh, you know, we, our moms would send us out playing, be home by dark. Okay, well, we didn't have cell phones. I didn't wear a watch. Um, and so I, I remember my, my son, he's, I tell him, we'll be home by dark. Well, I need my phone. No, that thing in the sky goes away. Get home. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so, you know, that, that's, that was kind of our, our reference points. But, um, yeah, I really wanted to get back to kind of being self-dependent, self-reliant, as, and, and to give more than, than take. Um, it's super easy to go to the grocery store. And, uh, don't get me wrong, I still go to the grocery store. But, um, you know, working in education and as a therapist, having my kids like going online school, like it was atrocious. Um, these kids were learning absolutely nothing. And so they would learn more life skills um, by, by being in the outdoors, by building a food plot, by harvesting an animal, by tending the land um, than they would in algebra that they're not going to ever use um, because my kids are not going to be engineers or um, physicists. Um, they can blame their mom for that, but <laughs> you know, it, so that's, that's kind of, that's kind of where, where, where Ferox was kind of born and that's the youngest twin. Hey, uh, it happens all the time with Wilson's <laughs> kids. We're used to it. Yeah. Man, toys uh, before this one, so hopefully they'll well, be quiet. I gave him the Xbox, so that's kind of kind of not working out. Yeah, so that's kind of the overall idea of the brand. Um, and so we're just gonna film, um, film us, um, basically me and my wife and my four kids um, out in the woods hunting. Um, we just wrapped up spring turkey season. Um, you know, now we're getting ready to go into fall, um, get some some food plots going, and you know that's that's kind of where where it's at. Yeah, so so you're coming at it from like an educational point of view, <clears throat> teaching them, because I know like you know Wilson hunts, tries to. I mean, the, the deer successful. You before you have a few times because, yeah. um, I've I've in California. I've killed a cat. <laughs> 
um, with my lawnmower a few weeks ago. So I knew it was alive. No, it was oh, no, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> um, but I, I know, like, even for me, someone who um, has been, I guess you would say, distant from that torp, that type of uh, living, I guess, um, seeing a dead animal. I've only seen it like on the side of a freeway. So when I'm driving my truck here in, in West Virginia and I see a deer in the back of a truck and there's blood everywhere, it is kind of shocking. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what is that? What am I seeing? Because I'm so used to going to the store to buy it. So this is cool that you're teaching them at a young age and you're doing it from an educational purpose that way, because it all ends up happening, you know, meat, you know, it, it all gets processed. Right. Right. Like, I, going back to Alta, we had these neighbors um, um, called the Saunders. Um, I remember the Saunders. And, and so they, they'd have chickens. And I remember going over there and the dad, um, I, think, I think it was Matt. Was it Matt? I think um, Matt was Scott. 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 Yeah, there you go. Um, tell you, brain cells. But um, he's like, hey, you want to pluck a chicken? I'm like, oh. <laughs> What'd you say? You <laughs> what are we talking about here? Um, so, but I, and that was kind of the, the first ever experience I had of kind of like harvesting um, an animal, even though it was out of a coop. Um, but we cut the head off, we plucked it, boiled it. Um, it was pretty rad. But yeah, probably the best chicken you ever had, too. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh out here when i one of my i guess you could say one of my welcome gifts uh from a co-worker uh he made um deer jerky and i've only had deer jerky um from like a gas station and i had this i was like oh yeah <laughs> i was like Venison, baby oh it was good and then we had like jalapeno uh yeah. it was jalapeno it was good it was good stuff i, I mailed uh wilson some yeah which was good Last of all like three hours maybe that's the thing jerky lasts like very long i mean like dude I, i'll go through like a bag like in a minute i love yeah, that yeah. stuff um that's cool though so so you you said something about um because I, I i sent you like a a text uh jose uh like when when i found out about ferox and mm-hmm. um you mentioned something about um you you want to you hope that it uh you you're wanting it to you know create something like a like a nonprofit type thing yeah uh, and to help people um that other than just learning uh talk a little bit about that because that right there like i thought was cool as well well it's kind of like a um a, a, a trifold type of um plan that that i, I have like so ferox will be more of the um the tv show if you will the the more of the filming and the hunting of that um we'll have um 413 ranch uh, when i'm able to get property and um haven't decided on what to call the nonprofit. um but essentially what it'll be is being able because given my work as a as a therapist working with youth um want to get connected with um social services, um, you know, um, CPS and, and, and bring, bring youth out to the ranch and 
had them like sit in a blind and like see deer um you know maybe work up to harvesting an animal um but you know just knowing other skills um than drugs gangs um you know what have you you know given you know whether they're Parents are incarcerated, parents struggle with addiction. I mean, I did work here at, in, in Oregon for Child Protective Services, DHS. Um, um, bro, it sucked. It absolutely sucked. Um, so my, my, my role was to determine, um, conduct these assessments on the parents to determine their level of severity when it comes to substance use and determine whether or not to give their kids back. And, I remember one visit, um, kids just crying at the end of the visit and overhearing these parents, okay, let's go get high. I'm like, wow. I don't think I can say what I want to say, but I was like, no, that, that was kind of it for me. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm done. I want to be more proactive. Um, so now I work at a high school. Um, so that's, that, that'd be kind of the idea about the nonprofit getting connected with youth underprivileged, um, kids uh, teenagers, um, as well as connecting with veterans and law enforcement and giving away hunts to come on out on the ranch and harvest an animal because I'll be able to get, um, LOP tags, um, land preference tags. Um, and so I'll be able to bring them on board and give them one of those or however it works, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. That's so important. Uh, because I, I like I, Wilson knows and <clears throat> I talked to you, you know, I, I did some youth um, work at a church in California before I left. Right. And what's funny is uh, these kids these days, um, a lot of them, I mean, majority of them, great kids. The world is a lot different than it was when we were kids. Sure. And so they're getting fed everything at once. Like, like, like I'm pretty open about it. Like for me, like, um, when, when I was like 13, it was like, if you wanted to see a naked lady, you had to really look for it. <laughs> like it was, you had to actually find it like now, dude, it's it was everywhere. Hard. Oh yeah. It video was hard. You like <laughs> Duke Nukem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shake you it, know? Baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but you, you, there, there was there was effort required to achieve your said outcome. Um, now it's, it's right here. Yeah. And that's a scary thing, man. It is, is the phones oh. now have everything on it. And uh, once they're Horrible. hacked and everything, you know, it, it, it's, it's a whole different world. And, and it's also from, you know, a world where kids are looking up to like TikTok and, uh, instagram influencers and not like actual people that do good um people that just all the, all the their whole meaning in life is these mean people watch them and like them and that's their purpose i, I like what you're doing though man like with, with like teaching the kids the basics and this is like like when i was in high school we didn't have home ec we didn't have that but we did have auto shop which i regret taking and, regret. and i regret not taking it Oh, you said regret taking. Did I? Yeah. Well, guess what? I will edit it. I will edit it so it sounds good. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, I wish I took that because that's a life skill that you're going to use now. I took it. 
you, yeah i mean i've oh, asked you for help wilson and you never come down to help me but whatever um uh, it was hot that day <laughs> you live far away I told I, you to get a house closer i live for oh yeah and then what did it, <laughs> what ended up happening what ended up happening i moved further away yeah gotta get away from you um but yeah i mean you, you, like you, like the even like because you hunt primarily with a bow right jose I, and wilson i believe you do the same you gotta uh, say something, i've wilson. never gotten anything <laughs> with a bow but, oh really no um i've come close but i haven't really hunted that much with the bow it's mostly rifle and shotgun for turkey but uh last time i went turkey hunting i almost got one shot right over its head that was good yeah. good job yeah we have crossbows out here which is awesome <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you can use those here if you're handicapped, though. Cut off my hand, dude. <laughs> those things are awesome. I remember going that to Rural King. Red. Going to Rural King, and I, I'm all, you guys have crossbows here? They go, yeah, I'm all, can I hold it? They're all, yeah. I'm like, oh, I held it, and they're all, California. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. I'm all, I'm all, they're completely illegal there. Well, you sell them here. You just can't hunt with them. I don't yeah. understand it. Well, you might need them in Portlandia there. Oh, bro. Is <laughs> that where you live? No. It's close enough. Oh. I'm about a half hour from downtown. Okay. Yeah. So, still in the suburbs, but it's it's an infectious that is spread everywhere. Yeah. Believe it or not, it's 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 even here in the WV as well in certain areas. And it's yeah, I don't quite get it sometimes. I'm like you guys don't realize the freedoms we have in this state until you've gone to California and realize that to buy ammo, you have to pay this fee. There's like $93 to do a background check. That's going to take two weeks. No, and then it's only a dollar. It was $93 according to the thing I was listening to. Uh, maybe the first time, but then after that, you have to pay like an extra dollar. Still ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and out here, I could literally walk into a gun store and walk out with a gun that day. It's amazing. I can too. It just has to be black powder. Yeah. Musket boy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently that's what we're getting back to, right? It's civil war stuff. So we yeah. might as well go back to basics. Um, but Jose, uh, do you mind telling your story a little bit? No. Well, my personal story. Yeah. yeah. Remember uh, there, there was a, uh, about, the reason why I say this is I've actually told your story to multiple people oh, um, as a testimony for them that there's hope. Yeah. And I've used you as an example because I remember uh, you spoke at a church and you did your testimony. And I remember you, you sent me a text. This is my what? Nine years ago. Oh, this is a long yeah. time ago. And I, I still remember it. And I'm like, man, I'm all, I think that needs to be talked about because that story along with you know ferox outdoors is i think people will understand why it's so important to you and why it comes from your heart and why you're so passionate about it yeah it's it's, it's all tied together um you know like um obviously you know we've known each other for a long time um and there was a time where i was told to like don't come over to my house anymore um because of choices that I was making and you know so I, I grew up um, in a divorced house um, my old man I knew basically through a phone um, but my grandfather 
man, I tell you what, that dude, um, I learned so much from just the short amount of time that I, I was with him. Um, you know, I had, I had issues with a kid up the road. Um, mom and dad would come down to our front porch and want to go to town. And I was like, let's go to town right now. And, you know, uh, I remember just, just some crazy stuff, man. Um, but so he died, um, December 16th, 1988, right in front of me. Um, so in, 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 in addiction, we talk like, um, when did your life become unmanageable? Well, um, it was December 16th, 1988. Um, and so, and as I got older, you know, I was, I was eight. Um, yeah, I was eight at the time. And, um, throughout the years, you know, growing up kind of just, we, we left out, uh, you know, mom got a, a boyfriend who just a complete POS and, you know, wound up, um, you know, so I'm a big second amendment proponent, um, teach my kids, um, how to, how to, how to operate firearm safety, safety, um, safely and effectively. But, um, back then I had access to a couple of rifles and also had access to a lot of drugs too. Um, I love drugs. Um, because I was able to escape the, the world that I was living in. And so, uh, where am I probably, probably 90. So we, we entered high school in 95. Um, and so just throughout my high school, it was just all crap. Um, got hooked up with a, some, some clampers up in Alta. Um, <laughs> you know, they're still there too. <laughs> Bro. <dealt> with uh, <laughs> they are still there. I bet. They're everywhere. You know, we'd go to Dutch flat, you know, we'd go out in the dunes. Um, like, and so I, I, I started having these connections to basically these, these outlaws, um, who were all white and who accepted me, the one of like two Mexicans that lived in Alta. Um, and, you know, their whole motto is 24 hours in a day, 24 beers in a case. It's not a coincidence. But I got hooked up with them dropping trees um, to help family get firewood for the winter. And I remember my first morning going out, we stopped up the trading post. Um, like it's literally called the trading post. And uh, it's like, you want anything? Oh, I was just, you know, give me a drink. All right. Need any smokes? I was like, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> sure. Give me a pack of GPC Reds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bro, it was, it was like, I'm like, this is awesome. And he comes out with like a case of Milwaukee's best and, um, you know, four packs of GPC. Uh, I'm like, this is going to be a great relationship. Uh, did that for a few, a couple of years, moved to Auburn, got into more drugs, um, wound up getting locked up for, for a little while, um, all drug related, um, possession of a pot and um, had a DUI. Um, no, luckily it was, it was I, I got a flat tire um, and, Plush County graciously stopped to 
give me a hand and um i suck balls man uh, <laughs> so uh yeah needless to say I, I i i passed the sobriety test i wasn't under the influence um and to this day he's like well you i didn't register anything on on uh, the breathalyzer and i passed everything he's like well you passed all my tests I was like sweet he's like but you admitted to having alcohol and you're under the legal age i'm like bro come on so i got booked for that and then i just i couldn't stay clean um love smoking pot um got into meth for a little while enjoyed that um but you know then I, by the grace of god um got sent up here to oregon went to residential treatment um, graduated that graduated outpatient um you know it's kind of been all all uphill from from that point and certified with the state of oregon now as a um, licensed therapist um uh, specializing in chemical dependency. Um, uh, I was a youth pastor for five years. Uh, you know, I, I work at a, at a high school, coach baseball. Um, you know, I, I know my, my journey is not coming to an end, like I'm not dying, but I'm also not getting younger. Um, so I want you know, like my kids, my kids know my story. Um, you know, they know they are genetically predisposed to addiction um, and chemical dependencies, um, as well as just, you know, um, abusing things in general, um, addictive behavior. Um, so what better way to help harness some of that, that energy um, is by keeping them busy because idle time is the devil's playpen and I, I'm, I'm living proof of that but I'm also living proof of redemption and and God's grace and forgiveness and and um, second chances and so that's really what what Ferox is all about is, is is taking the skills that I've been given um, I've learned um, and and share those with with my kids to learn how to um, tend to field, how to put in a food plot, um, how to manage deer, um, and nothing close to their births, you know, nothing really sounds more enjoyable than to sit it, sitting in a blind with, with my kids and, and watching deer and hopefully putting aerial through one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, th I know I've seen some of your videos. Um, they're always funny. Uh, because yeah. they're always quiet, <laughs> yeah. um, which is funny. Cause I remember Wilson, uh, he, he had my, uh, uh, my video camera and he, he took it out. Cause he, what was the course you were taking? Was that for your, the one where you had to go out and no, that wasn't anything that was, uh, Derek and I just wanted to record it. Oh, I thought you guys had to go like track a mountain lion or something like that. Oh, maybe. Yes. Yeah, we did. We no, it was, it was, um, bears. We were okay at. yeah and then the video is shot with my night vision and uh it's the whole thing is like okay here we go Shh, quiet's over here and i'm watching the video expecting something to happen dude there's nothing 
<laughs> but I get it though. I mean, there's, there's a, a lot. It's, I think that's one reason why I don't like fishing. I know Wilson's asked me many times to go fishing. He likes to fish. My buddy Brandon loves to fish, but I'm an impatient dude. So you should go fish for bluegill. Which I did. I, and I've said that story many times. Too many fish. I was like, okay, can I have a break? Um, but the more and more I see like the area of the country where I live right now, I'm like, man, and there's so many deer here. And uh, like this morning, like, dude, like I'm just like driving and there's like a groundhog like chilling i've never seen a groundhog he's just like hey. did he see his shadow yes okay and he was dancing like the one from caddyshack he's like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um but you know it it, it is though because my wife does it too like ever since we've been out here it because she doesn't like the killing of you know she'll she'll eat you know venison and stuff but she doesn't want to, she's like me she doesn't want to take any part of killing it but she respects and she understands that it, it needs to be done but what she's done now is like she likes to bird watch and now she's like trying to figure out like what these different plants are and just being in nature and dude it is so therapeutic yeah and like you mentioned yeah. about covid man like i i've seen these kids like take a huge step backwards when oh COVID. yeah social yeah. social wise like they don't know how to talk to each other it's all on phone there is doing way more harm than good, like for reals. And so to see something like that it is really good. Um, you know, that, that you're putting together, I, I'm, I'm stoked. Uh, Cause I know Wilson was talking about, he like, eventually he's wanting to do something like that for law enforcement and uh, just give him back um, yeah. because people don't understand uh, exactly how therapeutic that is. I mean, I could see how much it helps Wilson, like, you know, when he's outside, like he's, I mean, I've never seen him like upset, but like, I could tell that he's more like, I guess, guard down, like relaxed being outside doing things. And it, it, it truly is great. Like, I mean, when I go out and mow my yard, dude, it's like my, my place that or on my drum set right behind me. Um, But it's great. I mean, that's there. It's, there's a spiritual connection. Um, I, I believe, uh, you know, the only connection I really don't have to the outdoors is when I'm trekking up a freaking mountain um, during elk season. Um, yeah. Give me some Richard Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you bring that up because my wife goes, she was doing like a workout video and she goes, how come all the workout videos are like people that are like ripped? Like me and Wilson, we do <laughs> the same uh, beach body thing and the guy oh, that's a like different one now oh you do okay yeah uh joel freeman the, look him up this dude's like a greek god i'm like dude that's my goal right there and so I'm, I, she goes why come none of them are fat i'm all richard simmons always had fat people on his yeah. well because that's more realistic you know like who's, yeah. who's needing to work out but at the same time i'm like looking at joel freeman i'm like it's a handsome son of a biscuit right there I'm telling you yeah. what could switch teams <laughs> <laughs> whoa <laughs> Edit it out. Edit it out. Oh, Giants fan. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> yeah, bro. So, uh, looking at relocating though, getting getting out of Dodge. Yeah, anywhere uh, Oklahoma East, but not hitting the ocean. <laughs> uh, but both coasts. Don't go to either coast. 
Uh, what sucks because Oregon is beautiful, man. That's the, that's the bummer. And Wilson lived in Oregon too. I did for a while. Um, you don't re- realize how much it rains there until you leave. At least where I was, it was like three. Where were you? Uh, Albany. Oh yeah. Yeah. About an hour south of me. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it's all the time. Like you have rain nine months out of the year. Yeah. See, I love that. Only Twelve months in the year. Well, I know. <laughs> yeah, but even during like like the the days where it doesn't, where it's sunny, it's still like rained in the morning or something. Yeah. That was today here on my way to work. I, I had the windshield wipers at like like eleven. <laughs> like I'm like I can't even see the road, and I I come back. I then like maybe like an hour later when the sun's coming up. I see like the steam coming out the road. I'm like, where'd all the water go? I'm like, oh, it's in my shirt because it's humid. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it, there, I, I love it. Though. No water in California right now. Yeah, we'll send it your way. Yeah. Speaking of which, oh, has... just so you know, Colfax like burned down last night. The whole town? Uh, part of it, yeah. That's uh, mine and Jose's old stomping grounds. The, yeah. the, the toy Amber's stallions up there fighting the of, fire. A lot of pictures. Yeah, we have we have a lot of friends fighting that fire. Jose and I do as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have just like Jose was saying with high school. I remember someone saying to me, uh, high school is like your uh your glory years, your your good years. For me, they were horrible. I hated every sad. minute, especially at Colfax. I I, I have been, I met cool people there. Um, I met Jose before Colfax, uh, but I a lot of my issues that I had, my anger issues and stuff like that stem from Colfax. Um, but uh, every time I, I see the the town of Colfax, I get kind of like, I, I don't know if it's like this for you, Jose. I get like a little anxious, like anxiety comes back to me because I remember how I felt. Yeah. Being in oh, that for town. Sure. For like, sure. see, like just seeing Rosie's cafe gives me like, ugh. yeah, I don't wish anything bad upon the town by any means. No. But I, I, and I have family that still live up there. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. Uh, But like you, like you said, like California is way too dry right now. And that's the bad thing because I just read an article today that like, I think it was LA or somewhere down South. They approved funding for a desalination plant for more water. I'm all, you think? Yeah. Well, use the ocean. I've been advocating for that for years, but let's build that bullet train yeah you know stuff like that and they're taking a huge step backwards with everything and i i bring it back to the kids man like like i i've I've seen so many kids when covid hit and then we churches had to shut down um and then which i I mean at first i was like okay two weeks i get it but then it took it it took it to a year and a half and then now they're like okay two more weeks let's, let's do it again Someone yeah. made a someone made a meme today, and they used the uh, it said two more weeks, and it was like a Back to the Future thing, where Marty yeah. McFly was watching. He's, he's like, "Hey, I've seen this one before." Seen this. Yeah. <laughs> sure. um, but then I, I I always bring it to the Zoom call, and and because we were doing our Zoom calls with the youth, and I mean our church was big. We had like three hundred youth kids. I mean, so many. So we had to split them up into each leader had their own. And I had like fifteen. The next week, nine. Following week five and they just fell off luckily i still talk to some of the kids they'll message me i go hey do you still go to the church and they go one a couple of them like no we don't anymore i'm like gosh dang it man and a couple of them like held on there yeah we're still going i'm like good 
and it, it's truly an attack, man. It, it really is. And out here, uh, I don't see it as much. Um, accor- according to everybody here, it literally was two weeks here. Um, and because right when I moved here in October, like I went right to a restaurant, dude. It was weird. Um, but you know, I, I love, you know, like I said, I was, I, I told actually at that same youth group, I told them the story of, I remember you saying on that same uh, testimony um, that you said at, at your church about you being um, in jail and uh, you, cause I, I know in jail, like they don't consider the Bible a book you're allowed to, cause that's like religious material. So you have like, right. an, cause you're only allowed a certain amount of materials in yourself. Um, and I, I remember you saying something like you would do like Bible studies with other inmates. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the, the one of the time, so I went back like three times. So like everything happens in threes for me. Um, and, and so the, the first time, um, that I was, that I stayed, like they didn't let me go. Um, I, I was, I was there for, for a little while and, um, you know, it, you got your daily bread, you got your Bible, um, and whatever other religious material you can, um, you can acquire. So, um, I was pretty, pretty diligent about reading my daily bread and going through the word and, um, other people would sit down and they're like, Oh, where did you get that? Referencing the daily bread. I'm like, well, they bring them in. You can get them from, you know, I'm like, I'll, I'll hook you up. I'll get you one. So, started getting a few people and we'd read them together. And then, so, you know, it grew from like me to like, like five people. And, um, you know, remember we, you know, we're in the top of the, of of the pod and, um, you know, we're just, we're going through the word before, before bed. And, um, then I got out and got high again and went back. And so I remember the last time there, I was like, okay, I, that, that kind of that pattern was, was revealed to me. I'm like, okay, well, why Peter, Peter or Paul that said, why do I do the things I know I shouldn't and I don't do the things I know I should? And so that was kind of my question. It was like, every time I come back to jail, I'm reading the word. I'm like, like don't get me wrong. I love reading the word, but I really don't want to stay here anymore. Um, and, and so that's kind of where getting getting into where um like complete surrendering um didn't really understand that concept and um in most situations like you're you if you committed offense you're given a probation for let's say five years right um and if you mind your p's and q's after five years you're off probation and you're done um I was never able to do that. Um, so they they revoke your probation. And so the way it was explained to me is then you do you do whatever time is left on your probation um, in prison. Uh, like not Placer County Jail, but prison, um, which I had other things to do. So, um, but I remember the, the night before my last court date to figure out what, what was going to happen. Um, I was just like, Okay, um, if this is where you want me to go to continue what you started with this little Bible group here, I'll go. Wow. And I remember I, w- I was completely okay with going to prison the next morning. Um, 
and obviously by the grace of God. Um, and I knew it was almost a done deal. Like I was going to prison because when I went to court, I had the same judge for every charge and every revocation. Um, and I remember him saying, uh, he's like, I don't know why, but I'm releasing you today to your sister's custody. You have 24 hours to turn yourself in to the Paul Treatment Centers up here in Oregon. Um, I remember just in my jumpsuit and shackled together and dropped to my knees crying, clutching my little my little pocket Bible. And um, it was, I didn't look back. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. I, I, I yeah, love man. hearing that story. It still gives me chills hearing it. This is like the fourth time I think I've heard it because I've I listened to that <laughs> other, that, that actual audio clip a bunch of times because it, it's so disheartening because um, when I was a CO um, in California and I would see these guys and they, they would like my last, I can't remember what my schedule was, but like, let's just say for talking purposes, my, my Friday was a Friday. All right, cool. And the, this one guy would get out Friday. I'm like, all right, dude, you know, take care of yourself. He's like, and he's been fighting it for years, trying to get out. Finally got out, come back to work on Monday. Dude's back in again. I'm like, what are you doing? And I, and I don't, I never understood it. And, you know, it, it's, uh, I love hearing those success stories, the stories of redemption. Those things, those things are like in reality, a lot of those things are more powerful to a non-Christian, right? Than yeah. if they were to read the Bible, because you are living proof, current living proof of what that could do. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's like, I, I think God has things happen for a reason. And some people they, they're, more comfortable yours was like very uncomfortable you were thrown to the wolves you know you you basically lived a, a childhood of hell but it built you who you are today sure and, and so we were at a uh doing like a, a bible study a few weeks ago and we were talking about things and they um one of the the guy on the tv was saying something like you know basically like regretting things and i'm like I could have made better decisions in my life. Yeah. But I don't regret anything I did. Not at all. Because those are life experiences that I could, you know, talk to other people and say, Hey, I'm living proof. I know exactly what you're going through. Yeah. You know, like, that's why you're probably a great, uh, you said uh, an addiction counselor. Yeah. So you're probably like the best person for that, that position. Cause you know exactly what that person's going through. If you were to put me in there, I'm just reading off of a book that I read. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and, and I, and I, I believe that to, to an extent, like when I was in treatment, my, my counselors, um, were, were not in recovery. Like, um, and I, I remember straight up telling them, like, bro, why don't just, just talk to me. Don't tell me what chapter 45 says, right. like, let, let's just be real. And, and, you know, even, even when I was making mistakes, like, you know, um, and I think I'm, I'm more kind of like real now, um, because of that dysfunctional childhood, like I would say anything to get attention, to make myself look good, um, to be impressionable, um, because I was so freaking awkward. Um, and so now it's just like, like, I, I don't care 
Like I, I, I truly don't care what people think about me. Um, like you add nothing to my life. So why am I going to give you any power of, of my emotional power? I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm just, I'm just not, I care about what, what my family thinks, my close friends, other than that, um, you know, beat feet. I, you, I got things to do and you're standing in my way and I will run you over. Yeah. Yeah. That, it, it's, uh, and sometimes it's what you got to do. I'm a very passive guy, so mm. I don't like conflict, which was kind of uh, funny that I was a CEO for a very short period of time. <laughs> uh, um, but because you got to be very confrontational in there. Um, but like the other day, um, we were at a Mexican restaurant um, and I noticed you know, my, my daughter, she was with us and it was my wife and my daughter. And I noticed that a lot of the, 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 um, the workers there were staring at my daughter and I obviously I'm so used to, you know, I mean, Mexican guys, they, they do that sometimes, <laughs> you know? Um, and, and so, uh, I was like, yeah, whatever. I mean, you, you know, you're, you're a pretty girl, you know, but you're also 14. So it's a little weird, but like, we were getting sure. more service at our table. Like they kept coming by every five minutes. I'm like, Hey, this is getting a little ridiculous. And it was funny because normally my wife would say something like, Hey, you need to like say something. And I'll be like, no, 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 I'm okay. I'm okay. Or like, like if, if my meal is wrong, she was just send it back. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'll eat it. No, like that. It. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, but this, I, I really have a problem with, and, and it's a, one of our favorite Mexican restaurants and the owner's a nice guy. And so uh, I went up to my first, I'm like, Hey man, uh, food's great. You know, uh, just, uh, and as I was about ready to say something, like a couple of the workers kept coming up. And so I'm like, I would like pause because I didn't want them to hear what I was saying. I'm yeah. like, and I still left the guy a tip and everything. I said, uh, just have them tell them to be mindful. Um, they're like staring at my daughter and she's 14, man. I'm like, it's, yeah. I mean, I know she looks like she's like 18, but it's a little awkward for her because she started feeling very uncomfortable. And it was like that moment where I was like, dude, I will do anything for my family right now. Like I did not have a problem with being confrontational in that moment. And so I'm right there with you, man. And I think you're on the right track of doing things and believe it or not, not to embarrass you or not, but my mom and I talk about you quite a bit, <laughs> you know, we say how proud of you, you know, we we're so proud of you and everything you've done. And, you know, we, we knew that you came from a broken home when we lived there, but we didn't yeah. know the extent of everything, but we know right. that it wasn't ideal. Yeah. You know, and so, and I, I, I still remember that there, I'm not, I'm not going to put you on blast, but there were some things that oh, you God. did. You did some things oh, yeah. when it, in front of me. I, I was like, shady shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I remember, you know, there, there, I was just like, I don't want anything to do with that. And I, I didn't yeah. partake and yeah. it, it was all good. And so, and you and I lost contact for quite a while. And then, you know, we, Facebook, man, you can find everybody, yeah. but you know, it's even yeah. cool. I remember, uh, I'm not going to say his name, but you had a neighbor, uh, um, who is our age that was right up the street yeah. from you. And he kind of fell in the same path too. And dude, like, I remember you and I were talking and you said, Oh, uh, I, I'm friends with this guy. And I'm all, I want nothing to do with him. You're all, he's a different guy now, dude. Yeah. And I'm like, is he though? And you're like, yeah, so he, he is. says, I mean, you know, but, but I think that's where like, and I, and I, and I've given that dude multiple chances to like, okay, like, I don't want to be friends, but like, let's just be chill. Yeah. Um, and then you're gonna like, I'd still, I'd still, I, 
you know, there was a stretch where I would steal my, my mom's car, my grandma's car. And so he was like, oh, yeah, that would be cool. And he dry, he steals his dad's Bronco, drives it down the road to my house, crashes it, he takes it back, throws the keys in the crick. And then I got his old man down here, but like, why'd you steal my vehicle? I'm like, bro, first thing, if a Mexican stole your vehicle, it would not have tires. It would be scrapped <laughs> and it would be burned. Okay. So I didn't steal your vehicle. Um, yeah. But, you know, now it's like, um, like I, I'm not going to air too much of, of his personal business, but, um, he even got, he was worse than, you know, yeah. like he went to that next level, but you know, but by the, by the grace of God, I mean, it is what it is. Like I, we're not, we're not kicking it or anything, but, um, you know, we're, we're where I hoped we would have been, you know, back in the day. We're, we're cool. You know? Yeah. Um, it's cool seeing everybody um, completely change. <laughs> it's also disheartening yeah. seeing those that w- were like awesome in high school uh, kind of fall by the wayside. But I mean, all we could do is just pray that they, they change their ways. And sometimes you have to hit rock bottom. Sometimes rock bottom isn't bottom enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, I, I think, uh, like I said, I think everything happens for a reason. And I, I'm just so glad that like you could harness that and translate that to good. And um, like, I love seeing the pictures of your, your family, like your kids play ball. Um, yeah, man. You know, and, and, you know, just seeing, you know, you become a father, you know, and, you know, I, I never met your dad or anything, but like, I, I can imagine that you're doing everything with your kids that your father never did with you that you probably right. wanted. That's why, like, you know, I mean, like I said, I feel bad because I, I didn't have a horrible childhood growing up. It wasn't bad, but there was things that I wish I had more of sure. like family vacations, family trips, family outings, one-on-one time with my parents. So I tried doing that more and more with my kid and like, okay, we're going to go on a long road trip. We're going to go to Knott's Berry Farm. We're going to do this. And, you know, just the other day, we just went to Hobby Lobby just yeah. to walk around it's quality of time it's not quantity exactly and um, and i love it and then you know it, i i i'm super pumped dude about um ferox dude i think it's gonna be good yeah. i hope uh that you know dude i think it'd be awesome if like you were able to you know do something out here for like like a trip out here and do that with some people out here like once a year or something and then you know you could put wilson in your trunk of your car or in the back of the plane and bring him out here too i could fit I'm over it. i'm trying to get away from old habits <laughs> <laughs> we didn't tell that story but yeah uh i just i think it's really really cool um and of course you know you know ferox is f-e-r-o-x it's f-e-r-o-x yeah an underscore at the end right for yeah at, for at, instagram uh, for instagram yeah so yeah. f-e-r-o-x underscore at instagram and you can follow them there i know that we've uh we've already followed them and of course you know we reshare stuff all the time so anything pops up we reshare it we tag we do all that stuff we're like little graffiti artists but on on the webernet that's right so, that's right. so. Uh, <laughs> i just came up thought of a story do you remember i want to say it was freshman year you and I were in health ed together with Mr. Masick 
and he's going around introducing everybody. And you said your name is Jose, but you said it so quiet. He goes, Hootie. Yeah. So your Hootie name was yeah. So your name was Hootie for all that time. Yeah. I'm like, how do you get Hootie from Jose? It's close. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And Hootie and the Bullfish was hot then. <laughs> yes, it was. Oh uh, man, uh, Wilson, do you have any questions? It, that was that was a good story. Like it, it gives. I think I think anybody that listens to that story is going to get inspired somehow. Might not be like the way that you're thinking with all the outdoor stuff, but it might trigger something in their head to, like, hey, he did this, but I kind of want to do this. You know, yeah. something that's that's completely different, but in in essence, it's the same thing. And I mean, just listening to you like that, it was a cool story. Yeah, yeah appreciate it. I mean, just you know keep fighting. I think that's the biggest thing He's like, you know, I, I think I gave up a lot of my childhood, like quit on myself. And so now it's just like, I, 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 I don't care. Like you're either going to like me or you're not. And that's your problem. Right. Yeah. And I know, like you said earlier, COVID a lot of these kids, they've lost hope and they want, and they want to quit on their own. And they're like, you know, I don't want to go back to school because covid and, and there's this fear in them and so i'm like so you're not willing to push back a little bit and stand up for yourself you know and, and do this and, and like i'm training my kid to be an adult you know because at 18 like that's i mean I, I can still you know give her advice but it's the seeds that you plant now are, are what's going to germinate into something greater and you know, like I said, hearing that story, that that's why I was like super stoked to have you on. Cause I'm like, that's that story right there is like made me personally feel good. Cause I, I've, I've done things in my life. I'm like, man, God can't forgive me for, for that, for the way I talked to that person. I mean, it's, it's minor things, but I'm like, man, if, if God could forgive, you know, like murderers and he can, you know, inmates, I need to be able to forgive other people too. You know, and, and so I think that's where my heart is, is like my biggest thing is, is not so much like me forgiving myself for things. It's like, I hold on to a lot of like things that people have done to me. Right. That's like with, with your neighbor back in Alta. That's why when you said, oh yeah, he's a different guy. And I'm like, well, I don't know, man. And you're all, no, I think you might <laughs> want to give him a chance. And so I'm like, I'm like, because I, I remember those things as they were and I stay in them. Yeah. So, cause God is bigger than me anybody uh and i just think it's great and this is probably our, our most serious show right wilson yeah it's it's right up there jose is there anything else you wanted to plug about ferox or or anything no i mean we we got uh no man i mean it be it's it's really just gonna be kind of encapsulating you know my love for the outdoors and the love for my family and you know um trying to put those two together and um you know hopefully we'll get some property here soon in the midwest and we got some swag coming so um store will be up and running but yeah yeah it'll be good bro I'm, i'm pumped and i can't wait to like see where this goes and to be able to like say hey remember remember this guy when he when when he was little when when now look at him. He has this organization that's ginormous and he's helping millions of people. <laughs> you know, that's God that's willing. Awesome. Yeah. So 
do you, do you listen to other podcasts? Um, I listen to some. I listen. I listen to the Meat Eater, uh, Steve Rennell, um, Bone Collector. I listen to some other ones, but not a lot. Um, mainly just because I just don't have the time. Yeah, Wilson. I know Wilson listens to Meat Eater, but I listen to like a lot of true crime ones when I'm at work, and oh. and I, I'll hear stories all the time, which is kind of funny. And they say things like. I was jogging and I saw something that I, and I thought it was a mannequin and it ends up being a body. And the, and the, the, the thing is, is it's never a mannequin. It's always sure. a body. So this headline here kind of struck me. It says Canadian authorities in shock after mother's burnt body is mistaken for mannequin and thrown in a dumpster. How? <laughs> yeah, how do you mess like, that up? How? I mean, I, I don't want to bash on a whole country, but I mean, America's hat. <laughs> um and it says that they apologized it says police and fire officials in canada have publicly apologized for mishandling human reins after mother's burnt body was mistaken for mannequin and thrown in a police dumpster um and it says when firefighters arrived at the scene witnesses declared that someone had set a silicone mannequin ablaze and it says after discussions between the two departments it was agreed that the mannequin would be disposed of in uh the container at the police service, which cannot be accessed by members of the public. About four hours later, a man filed a missing persons report for his partner. During their investigation, police officers tracked the missing woman's cell phone, which led them to a vehicle parked near the site of the fire. That's uh, when one police officer suggested that the fire may have been linked to the woman's disappearance. When police uh, retrieved the supposed mannequin uh, from the trash bin for examination, they realized their mistake. The remains were positively identified as those of the missing woman. It says human bodies are about 60% water, meaning they will shed a significant amount of weight when burned. So 150 pound person would be about 60 pounds. He said, if somebody is a burn victim and most of the water is gone, then there is nothing but the result of the burn. It doesn't look like a normal person and it doesn't feel like a normal person. And that's what I was wondering. Well, at least I have that to look forward to when I'm dead. <laughs> you and me both. I thought that I was all, dude, is that the secret? Is that the, is that the new weight loss program? Whole new meeting. let my wife see that article yeah whole new meeting to burning fat you know yeah that's sad though i mean it's it, it's canada yeah it, it's it's uh it's one of those things dude that uh police aren't perfect but no. uh they really botched that one i think um yeah well i mean we're we're, we're fallible people right right um we we see that and as on the field with umpires i'm not a big fan of of the robot calling strikes but we see that in our own daily lives but at the same time like you you got to be super talented to mistake a human body with a mannequin i think so i mean i've met some astronauts before but seriously (laughs) come on yeah yeah it's uh it's a different breed you know um this this seems like it would be like have you ever seen a Reno 911? Genuine ostrich. Three payments. I'm just goofing. New boot goofing. Oh. And there was that oh. one there's that one episode where uh they called the cop out to put down his dog and it was and it ended up being the neighbor's dog. And nice. he's all I'm I'm like, this seems like it would be like straight from like a Reno 911 episode. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it it's you know. Like I said, America's hat. I, I don't have a whole, I don't have any ties to Canada. I'm, I'm fine with bashing them a little bit. 
Yeah, I, I don't, I don't either. I got family up there. Um, they're not big fans of it. Um, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, uh, for lack of better term, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I got issues even with our, with our asshats. So, um, yeah. and I have more ties to, to that than anything else, but yeah, I'm not too close to Canada. I mean, I, how far away are you from Canada? Cause you're in Oregon geographically. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm what one state removed six hours and four minutes from, from my place to Canada place, Canada place. Yeah. They thought long and hard about that. Yeah. They, I mean, there's a mission Canada. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so 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 if we did get them mad at us, we have a little bit of time to to get away. Uh, well, it's not like they're super close to us, right? It might we'll lob see them coming on their mounties. Yeah, lobbing a few snowballs, riding on a moose. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'd love to ride a moose. Yeah, um, that that get uh, that get some clicks. Yeah. Sure. Uh, do you play video games? Yeah. What do you play? Pretty much just Call of Duty. Okay. What, yeah, what's, no. what Xbox or Xbox? Yeah. <laughs> Typical Dodgers fan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause uh, yeah. it's all about PS4, uh, baby. Yeah. No. You know, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. I, I, I've got my, my issues with PlayStation. Um, they bring back some bad memories. But, my only issue with Xbox is the controller. I never got used to the controllers. Really? Yeah. Um, it was too fat in, in my hand. And so right. I always just use the uh, the PlayStation controller, you know, because I have a PS4. I've been hooked on like adventure games. Like, I'm not sure. It's not, I don't think it's on Xbox, but a game called Uncharted. Okay. Um, I'm hooked on that. Dude, and believe it or not, um, PlayStation, I think, you, what's your guys' store called? Xbox, the Xbox store? Microsoft store, Microsoft store. Um, every month they give you two free games. Uh, the wow. PlayStation four does. And I just got this one, uh, is a game that I normally wouldn't like, but it's called plants versus zombies. Welcome to okay. neighborville. Yeah. It is addicting. I don't know why yeah. my wife comes home yesterday. I'm sitting there playing it and it, it sounds like I'm watching, you know, despicable me or something. And she's <laughs> like, that's not a game I was expecting to hear you play when you walked in. Cause normally it's like, you know, somebody, some little kid calling someone else's mama name yeah you know on there um but this story right here will shock you Ah! literally um where does this come from uh robertson county tennessee so it says a man uh, was playing a video game on saturday night during a storm when a nearby lightning strike resulted in him being shocked straight up the wire of his controller. First of all, dude, why is there a wire to your controller? Wireless. Yeah. Come on. Shame on you. Yeah. Your own fault. Yeah. Like, I don't feel bad for you. Exactly. Can you imagine though? He's all, man, this rumble pack feels real. Um, <laughs> and it says, uh, the man was playing after dinner when he was hit and called emergency services for assistance. It says uh, when the crews arrived, they said that they determined the man's house was either hit or the lightning struck nearby and he suffered a shock to the video game controller. I don't know if I believe this. Oh. 
like it would have to like have struck the pole and then go into the ground through the wiring through the house and like it just isolated to his game controller and, yeah not the not the outlets right those are all working but and the controller which is as wires as thin as my head headphone uh wire i'm like i don't know it wouldn't be able to carry that much ampage yeah i i maybe he was this maybe it was like a kill streak or something and he's just like i don't know like activision you know (laughs) it just it just seems i don't know a couple a couple stories that i'll I'll pull up a couple stories every now and then where i'm like i don't know i think you're just trying to be cool yeah um and it says right here lightning strikes while playing video games are no joke i remember playing san andreas on my ps2 back in the day uh i remember ps2 and san andreas and it and uh and a tree outside my bedroom window was hit by lightning. It didn't pass through anything I was holding or sitting on. Unlikely this, unlike this guy, but my TV was bizarrely fried. Yeah, your TV would be fried. That's why you hook it up to like a surge protector and stuff. Yeah. Well, most houses now have the GFIs and stuff. Yeah. Um, mainly in the bathroom areas. I think mainly near a water source. Uh, it says right here that... Uh, it's a one in a million kind of event. And just last year, that Karma, a pro Rocket League player, which is a fun game, uh, was playing a game during a storm holding a wired video game controller and the exact same thing happened. Yeah, man, just go wireless, dude. You'd be good. Yeah. Because it, it says it was uh, uh, the, the shock melted the USB connection port on the controller. Uh, she was, oh, this is a whole different thing. Um, a couple episodes ago, Wilson and I were talking about the theme, overall theme of it was lightning. And uh, how lightning, you know, was in the news. I mean, lightning hit this group of people in India that were on a tower watching this lightning storm. And then lightning hit that George Floyd memorial. And then uh, there's this video out of Texas of these kids at like the top golf. And I'm not sure if you, uh, and they hit the ball, which has a sensor in it and they hit it. And as they hit it, lightning hit it, which was an awesome video. Um, So god is angry right now <laughs> god is living you know and we see you can go back to go back to genesis and it's 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 all there um even parts of leviticus and, and so you know it's it almost feels like we're, we're living out old testimony uh at old testimony mm-hmm. um, but you know um especially going back to you know, that mention of George Floyd and the lightning. So exactly what happened when Moses came down, um, lightning struck the calf. Um, you know, you put your, 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 your faith in false idols. Um, it's not going to really work out. You know, that being said, um, I don't believe he should have died the way that he did. Right. Um, however, um, let's let's call balls and strikes yeah yeah exactly wish wilson was here mr wilson dude i'm gonna i'm gonna say some stories about us dude growing up yeah i'm glad you remember them (laughs) (laughs) oh for real bro i i don't i don't remember much i do remember that when i moved to alta you were my first friend i met 
Yeah. Because I got plugged in at I think Chi Alpha to right. the church. And we were the playing only one. Yeah, the only church there. <laughs> we had a stop sign. Exactly. Don't blink, yeah. you'll pass it. Um and we were playing uh I think Ultimate Frisbee. I think that was that was the game. Yeah, uh, I think we went up to the school, right? Yeah. Uh, by the, the the school was weird, man, because it had the one field, but then it had like an upper upper the field, upper field that they just had like built. Um, yeah, it's Alpha. Do you do you remember that we had our own little sandlot? Oh, it for was, sure. It was me, you, Fred, Curtis. Durf. I think a Durf. I think <laughs> I think Toss would show up every now and then. Yeah. Um. And we would always have like Ghost Runner on first because we didn't have enough people to field the team. But um, yeah, that's and that's when I I met your family. Uh, see, I think Tino was a baby, or he wasn't born be. yet. I'm, I'm not he, sure. They, they were born. So my brothers were born in '90 and '92. It sounds about right. Wow. Yeah, and then. Uh, yeah <laughs> then we get to high school because well, oh, you didn't go to you didn't go to uh the alta elementary school did you i went there for went there for a little while i think up until like fifth grade um and i think i got kicked out um and then went to colfax elementary for six seven and eight um i think i got kicked out of there um <laughs> It was all downhill from there, bro. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad we could look back and laugh at this. <laughs> oh man, I mean, it's is. I I'm so grateful for it because as dysfunctional as everything that was going on in my life was, um, like it's 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 all part of my testimony because yeah, um, growing up without a father, you know, losing uh, losing my grandfather at, at eight years old, um, you know, all all of that really kind of set me on a path to really or really more importantly set my kids up on a path to never have to experience um a divorce household things like that um which ultimately led to um some of my trips and experiences yeah i think that with i mean because you you know my family very well oh for and, sure. and uh you know growing up you know i didn't have a divorced family but my father was an alcoholic so that's one reason why I don't drink because yeah. I, I know the, those effects. I'm like, I don't want my kid to experience that from, I mean, he wasn't violent or anything like that, but I could just, right. you know, I, I think he might've been on autopilot a lot. Sure. Um, and, and my, yeah, my oldest sister knows like experienced more of it than I did. Cause I was young. Uh, Cause I think I was like 12. Cause it was in Alta actually when, when he stopped drinking. Uh, and I think I was like 12 or 13 when he stopped. So it, it sets you on a path, you know, and, and I'm, I'm sure there's things that, that I do that are little quirks that my daughter, you know, is like, ah, oh, I don't want my, you know, like my issue was sure. like, I had anger problems, you know, stuff like that. But, um, cause I remember we did go to Colfax high together. Uh, did you do all four years there? No, no, I left, um, uh, I left home. Um, more family issues but i left home moved to vegas uh senior year i think it was um and came back and then graduated from placer adult school baby 
Why don't I remember you living in Vegas? I do remember the story of running into you in Vegas, which was weird. <laughs> um, yeah, I, that was crazy. I, so I lived in Boulder City, which is outside of Henderson on the way to Hoover Dam uh, on the way. Yeah, on the way to the dam. So um, another small little town. Um, but I was there maybe eight to 12 months. I don't really remember when I came back for for my grandma, for Nan, um, help her and um, kick some people out of the house that didn't need to be there. Yeah. Because yeah. I'll, I'll tell the story real quick. So my family was on a family reunion trip to Vegas. And dude, if those of you who have never been to Vegas, it's not a small city. It's not LA, but there's a lot of people in a small area. And so we're flying, uh, I think, um, what, McCarran Airport? Uh, yeah. and, and we're taking Southwest and I'm sitting there and all of a sudden some guy comes up to me and he kind of like punches me in the arm. Hey, I'm like, what the heck? I'm about to throw some dogs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I look up and it's you. I'm like, what are you doing here? He's like, what are you doing here? And then my mom was like, cause it was you and your grandma there. Right. Uh, cause you were with somebody. I remember, I, I think I was, it might've been my, my aunt, um, because Nan didn't didn't come. Um, I dropped I dropped and left in the middle of the night. Okay. Uh, either that or is it going to jail? <laughs> yeah. See, <laughs> this is this is stuff that I didn't even know about. Yeah. Well, that well, was I, the first time. Yeah. I, I ended up going to jail, but yeah. All, all I know is is like, I'm like, dude, it's Jose. And, you know, it, it's so funny that you mentioned that. Like I said, it's so funny that we can look back and laugh at this. Because I remember I'm like, dude, we're waiting for our plane. Because I think it might have started like raining or something out in the tarmac and they shut the airport down because it's Vegas. Um, and you and I are walking. And I, if I remember correctly, you or I, we put a quarter in a slot machine and dude, we're like 13. We're young dude. And, uh, we could have gotten in trouble, but I was like, and then we got it. We, we rode on the plane together home. I always remember that. See, Uh, but what's funny is, is that whole story is, it, it, I remember it one way. You remember it another. I remember it yeah. as a great experience. I was like, dude, I got to see my boy in Vegas, yeah. but you got a lot going on then. Well, that, that I mean, like I said, you know, lots of lots of burn um, brain cells. Um, so back then, um, Nan would have been with me. So we probably were visiting her her family out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then you know, now that you mentioned the slot machine. Um, I know I definitely pulled the slot machine because that's kind of, that's kind of what I did. I'm good. <laughs> I, to, I enjoyed sitting here being a listener today. Yeah. Um, but we want to thank our sponsors, MSR arms for, uh, being able to fund this whole shindig, uh, make sure you use offer code WTH five at checkout for 5% off your entire purchase. Uh, go to thin line brewing as well. Um, I think they just, uh, created a new, uh, um, what was their sours called? It wasn't new. It wasn't new. Was, did they that bring was, it back? That was their award winning. Ooh, so, okay. Uh, yeah. I actually, I kind of like those because they're fruity. Yeah. Um, and get some swag there as well. Also known as the Tommy Girl. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a great beer. Drink it with a pinky up though. Yeah. Um, you can hear us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon, Google Play, pretty much everywhere. I added a few more things over the weekend. I'm not sure if you saw that, Wilson, but we are on uh, Stitcher now. 
I saw an email about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and then for some reason, tune in. You already did, but it didn't recognize it. I don't know, but we're oh, pretty weird. much, we're like COVID. We're everywhere, apparently. <laughs> um, you can find us on socialist media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Untapped. Untapped is where all of Wilson's beer reviews are. Um, everything from episode one is on there. Um, you can reach us by phone or text at 916-259-3030 or at the real WTHO at gmail.com. So uh, again, Jose, thanks for being on the show. Appreciate you Thank guys. You. Uh, and laters on the Min J. I'll talk to you then or I'll talk to you another time. Jobin. Stop it!